0: Friends, fans, and warriors, we are excited to let you know that Fearless Features movies are now available for rent or purchase on Salem Now. Our two completed titles, Inwood Drive and The Mind Pluters, are both available on demand. Salem Now is dedicated exclusively to conservative and faith-based content and can be found on mobile apps and streaming services such as Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, and select smart TVs. Click the link in the show notes to see each film or visit SalemNow.com in the recently added section to watch either Inwood Drive or The Mind Fluters. Be sure to share with your family and friends, as this is another way you can help support Fearless Features and the creation of more films like these that are making an impact around the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber, a behind-the-scenes of our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, where we discuss the hot topics of the day as it relates to faith, family, and freedom from a biblical perspective. I'm Amber Archer, and joining me is my husband, author, director, speaker, Mark Archer. Hey, we were just talking about you. All good things, all good things. (laughs) If you find this podcast helpful as we continue to share the ongoing threats to our God-given parental rights through the weaponization of CPS, be sure to subscribe to the show and share this podcast to help us reach more people with this critical information to help equip parents and protect their families. Visit our website, fearlessfeatures.org, to learn more about us and the movies we're making. So let's get right into the show. Here we are. Weaponization of CPS. I think this is going to be the last part. I think so. Like it's- I've been asking him, you guys, <laughs> for probably the last three weeks. Can this be the last one? Can this be the last one? <laughs> Can this be the last one? I keep
1: Well, I keep finding more. I could go on and do...
0: It's horrible. It really is horrible. You, like you
1: literally could talk about this stuff for months. That's normal. And it's <laughs> just it's awful stuff. But It is
0: awful stuff, but because in and, and a lot of it so even if you're unfamiliar with us, welcome to the program. Um, we, cur- we just released uh, last year our movie, The Mind Polluters, that's all about the comprehensive sex ed, social emotional learning, pornographic library books. Go and check it out. Mm-hmm. It's available on Salem now.
1: Mm-hmm. After being so, banned by big tech everywhere. But being
0: finally, banned. To- finally. Finally on Salem. de and banned. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Whatever. So finally, Salem now. Thank you, Salem now.
1: Yay. Thank you. Very happy.
0: Um, anyway, where was I going with that? I don't know. You interrupted me first.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it?
1: Do you need a do you need do you need me to to uh, give you an audio cue?
0: No. No. What was I just saying? I don't
1: know. You were talking about how awesome our podcast is and everybody is
0: You're totally distracting just, me.
1: Uh, they're just <laughs> hanging on our every Word.
0: You keep using the word. I
1: don't think it means what you think it means.
0: <laughs> anyway, move on. I will I think buttons. to it and come back. Like, I don't even know. I looked at you and got distracted. <laughs> Forget about it. Give daddy some shot. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, I, I just.
1: I have an article. Let's go to my articles. And then when you think of it, you can interrupt.
0: <clears throat> you guys, this is ridiculous. Am I? It, it's, you know, getting old.
1: No. I just distract you. It's what I do.
0: Oh, I know what I was going to say. No, it's too late. We've moved on. No, 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 no. No, 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 because no. (laughs) no where i was going with that and why i started talking about the mind polluters is because so many people believe if you live like in the middle of the country like we do we're in indiana that these things aren't happening and they only happen in the freak states like california or out in the other side of the country over in new york or something i know and forgive me if you live in new york or california and you actually are god fearing
1: i'm from new york and it is a freak state inconceivable (laughs) so is california
0: so, but I, the laws that they're trying to pass and the things that they're trying to do today, we're going to talk about one from Washington. Yeah. Let me just tell you, we talk about these things because it is not <clears throat> isolated, and it is quickly moving in to every state in the union.
1: Right. And I don't mean to make light of it. It's kind of like graveyard humor when you talk about when you talk to people who are in police, fire, EMS, military, mm. and they have kind of this demented. Sense of humor <laughs> right. about about death and because we're like desensitized
0: that. to so many you things. Get
1: to a point, and you just have to. You, it's your coping
0: mechanism. Yeah.
1: yeah, right. Speaking of coping mechanism, okay. To set the mood for this next this first article,
0: weaponization of CPS.
1: Weaponization of CPS. Let's. I've got a new theme song. We're going to talk about. Okay. We're going to talk about great trannies. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> So, from the great state of Washington, oh, you ready for this? Okay.
0: <clears throat> Am I ready? I don't know. Every week, I'm like, uh I'm tired.
1: Because they are trying to make your children the opposite gender it, along the spectrum, right? The yeah, spectrum. right, the
0: gender spectrum.
1: Okay, Representative Jim Walsh, who is one of the good guys in Washington State. All right, this is a press release from his office, and then I've got audio from him. All right, for immediate release... um, When was this? This was released on April 13th. Okay. Uh, During late-night floor debate, the, the House passed a bill denying... Brace yourself... Denying notification to parents of runaway children seeking or receiving, quote, protected health services when entering a youth-related facility or host home.
0: Oh, my word. We just, <clears throat> ha- I don't even remember which podcast that we just did. And remember, there was that guy who was trying to pay for kids yes. to go into these kind of homes?
1: hmm Under Senate Bill 5599. So this is Washington State. You can look it up. It'll pop right up. You can read the text of the bill if you, if you want.
0: And, of course, we'll leave everything in the show notes right. for you.
1: Senate Bill 5599. Children can stay at licensed youth shelters without their parents' knowledge for an indefinite amount of time oh while seeking medical treatments like gender transitioning services and medications, including puberty blockers that can lead to permanent sterilization. Uh, and it's got his quote in here, but I figured better than that, I've got his, uh,
2: his audio here of what he had to say. Right? Okay.
1: So here we go. Mm-hmm.
2: Representative Jim Walsh here at the Washington State House uh, in the gallery above the floor. Uh, it's Wednesday evening, and today was what they call opposite chamber cutoff So it was the last day of the session for pure policy bills to be considered. And here in the House, we were considering uh, state senate bills, bills that had originated in the state senate, hence uh, opposite chamber. Uh, The controversial bill of the day, and probably of the week, was Senate Bill 5599. This is a bill, new policy, around uh, shelters and uh, a thing called host homes for minor children who have run away, who are not living at home. And it's highly controversial because where in existing law, uh, shelters or, or host homes or other places that give uh, shelter to runaway children have to report uh, that child uh, and ultimately have to inform the child's parents Uh, Within about 72 hours. Uh, Some of the time frames adjust to circumstance, but families have to be notified if their child is staying in a a shelter or similar place. This bill changes that. It makes it so that uh, children who run away from home for a few specifically uh, defined reasons, uh, the state doesn't have to tell parents where the child is. The shelters don't have to tell the parents where the child is. Highly controversial. Um, This is the state, the state government and its bureaucratic agencies, getting in between parents and their children. Uh, It is full of problems, uh, some constitutional, some just based out of case law, but the idea that the, uh, the, the state government without establishing that uh, traditionally defined abuse or neglect had occurred can hide a child's whereabouts from that child's parents or families uh, is very troubling indeed. And and I want to say something else. Uh, This bill by itself is bad enough, but there's a sort of interaction that this bill has with two other bills passed recently, this session, one which breaks the seal of confidentiality in what is called penitential confession, that is, uh, a a ritual confession made at a church uh, requiring the minister or priest to become what is called a mandatory reporter to notify uh, government authorities if they hear about wrongdoing or abuse of children uh, during a confession. And uh, another bill that uh, shields uh, people who come to this state from other states uh, to pursue certain kinds of medical treatments uh, from any legal action in their home state. When you take these three bills together and combine them, they have wide reaching effects wider than any one of those bills by itself. Uh, This is very troubling to many civil libertarians and and this is an issue where people on the political right and the political left both kind of come together with civil liberties concerns that the state government, Washington state's government is getting into people's business, personal families, personal medical care, personal religious beliefs in a way that uh, our state constitution says the government's not supposed to do, troubling stuff. Um, But for the moment, the focus was on Senate Bill 5599. It was voted off the the floor of the House here. It did pass straight party line vote. We haven't seen that many of those this session, kind of interesting, Uh, but this was a straight party line vote, so it is a completely partisan issue. And and what we heard, uh, certainly from those concerned about parental rights and how this bill will undermine and destroy parental rights was that the bill's concept that if a parent doesn't affirm a minor child's choices, wants, actions, that that by itself is abuse. This is going to be a hot button issue for months and years to come. I expect that if the state government acts On uh, the the policy points described in Senate Bill 5599, there are going to be all kinds of lawsuits challenging the state, hiding children from their families. It's very troubling stuff. We'll see. uh, It's not law yet. We'll see what the next few days bring here in Olympia. But for the moment, today was not a good day for parents' rights in the state of Washington. I'll talk to you again soon, I hope with better news, but for now, take care and I'll talk to you again.
0: Wow. Like, wow. The first I'm listening to him Mm -hmm. and knowing that it's straight ticket party lines, you know, all Democrats voted for this and it passed. And I the first thing I think, you know, you got to you got to look at it, you know, follow the money. Yeah. Right. Big Pharma. How many of those legislators are getting money funded funding from Big Pharma for their political campaigns and whatnot? I mean, because transgenderism is the next abortion for them and yeah. their, their industry, a lifelong, <laughs> lifelong patience.
1: Yeah, it was, you're right, because the pharmaceutical industry with abortion, it was as we saw. Remember when we were. Working on inwood Drive and we went in to the right to life office and and they showed us the termination of pregnancy reports mm-hmm. that they would go through and this is if you haven't if you haven't seen Inwood drive you can go and you can watch it on salem now mm-hmm. it's so, it's also managed to survive on amazon
0: yeah
1: um, or you can watch it at inwood drive movie mm-hmm. yep. okay on our website um <clears throat> Anyway, this is how they shut down George Klopp for the abortionist, was by checking the TPR reports, the termination of pregnancy reports. And it was basically death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm-hmm. And they found all these errors and omissions, and that's how they basically uh, wrangled him in. Because he was doing abortions on underage girls and not reporting it as mm-hmm. child abuse, which was violation of state law. Okay. So, um and we saw that the majority of termination of pregnancy reports, it would say how many priors, right? how many prior abortions they'd had. Remember the one, I mean, there were some that were seven, eight, nine, there was one that was, what, 14 or 15 yes. that she had had prior to that one. Yeah. So the pharmaceutical industry has looked at abortion as, and it promoted it as safe and healthy birth control. You don't need birth control you just need to come in and get that taken care of and then go go out and get pregnant again um so yeah you're right now this which is, which
0: is what we found with comprehensive sex education mm-hmm. is you know it's just it's a it's a cycle it's a right. it's a continual cycle they have to train your children early mm-hmm. um with this promiscuous behavior so that they can have lifelong clients basically. and
1: remember george cloffer you asked him that specifically mm-hmm. doesn't this doesn't this encourage this behavior? Mm-hmm. And he kind of hemmed and hawed and said, well, in, in all actuality, yes.
0: And this was the abortionist this himself.
1: The abortionist who was responsible for upwards of 30,000 abortions in his career. And he admitted, yeah, that is what happens. Mm-hmm. You make it easy. They just keep abusing the system. So, yeah, the, the getting kids on... Puberty blockers. Puberty block, Even getting them on uh, Ritalin and things like that. I mean, early on, the sooner you can get somebody hooked on a prescription drug mm-hmm. that they're convinced they have to have. And with these puberty blockers, it does damage right away.
0: Sterilization.
1: Sterilizes them right mm-hmm. away. And so, yeah. So let's play this out. So you've got this whole generation of sterilized individuals. But they're going to, at some point, you can't suppress human psyche. They're going to want children, but they can't have children. And so they're going to want to adopt children. And those children are going to have to come from somewhere. And so the state is positioning itself now. in you know, in certain states in particular, but when I say the state, I mean the government... Entities State, yeah. are position- positioning themselves now to give themselves the legal authority to take healthy children from anybody they want,
0: and now they're trying to get legal authority to take your children yes. and rehome them here yes. through this
1: bill. Yeah, just like a dog, we're just going to rehome them um,
0: because, because you know. Schools are teaching that you can be whatever you want, and then they come home and you disagree, so now you're the bad guy. Right. Because you're trying to actually stand for truth.
1: Right. So add to that, let me read this from Live Action. org. UN report calls for decriminalization of all sexual activity, including between adults and children. Um... A new report from the United Nations has called for all forms of drug use and sexual activity to be decriminalized globally. Written by the International Committee of Jurists, UNAIDS, and the Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights. (laughs) The report was was released on International Women's Day with the goal of guiding the application of international human rights law to criminal law. Called the 8 March Principles, the report calls for offenses related to sex, drug use, HIV, sexual and reproductive health, homelessness, and poverty to be decriminalized. Um, While on the surface it may seem relatively uncontroversial, the report calls for sex between adults and minors to be decriminalized so long as the minors consent. And this is a quote from it. And I have the summary here, too. Um, with respect to the enforcement of criminal law, any prescribed minimum age of consent to sex must be applied in a non-discriminatory manner. Enforcement may not be linked to the sex slash gender of participants or age of consent to marriage. Moreover, sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual if, in fact, if not in law. In this context, the enforcement of criminal law should reflect the rights and capacity of persons under 18 years of age to make decisions about engaging in consensual sexual conduct for their right to be heard in matters concerning them. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. You should read – you have to read the and, – and if you feel like – the the actual report is about well, – that's 25 pages or so. Um, but they're basically um, – yeah, it's it's basically – so you remember – if so if you've seen the mind polluters and you remember we talked about how all of – when we start laying out how all of the uh, – pornographic books and and all the sex ed in the schools is legal because it was started back in the Mm fifties with the introduction of the, by the American law Institute and their boilerplate recommendation for
0: for, the penal code change,
1: change. Yeah. Revising the, the model penal code. Mm -hmm. And so what they did is they made a boilerplate and they started decriminalizing And reducing sentences for things like abortion and, you know, uh, uh, you know, sex outside of marriage, all these things that used to be punishable with prison time, some of them by death, Mm -hmm. uh, because we were a moral society based on Judeo-Christian principles. Well, they stripped all of that away. Right. And we, so then that started and then in the sixties, California started, Ronald Reagan signed it at first into law, no fault divorce, mm-hmm. right? Thank you, Ronald Reagan. Um, and then it cascaded across the country. Yeah. So when we look at these things and we say, "Okay, that's Washington. I don't live there. Who cares?" You, we should care because this is how these things spread. Mm-hmm. They spread because it they 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 find a state where they can write it in and make it pass into law. Now you've established it as. It as a precedent, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: a legal precedent. And then they take that same boilerplate and then start trying to get it passed in other states. That's why we have all these things. That's how
0: the obscenity exemptions got put into place. And if you're not unfamiliar and you haven't seen the mine polluters, the obscenity exemptions, we have it in, what, 43 states? Mm -hmm. 43 of the 50 states. Because... They went around saying, oh, no, this is for educational purposes. Kids need to see pornography. Well,
1: and even the states where there's not an exemption, they're doing it anyway because nobody enforces the law.
0: Because people – we're not paying attention, right? We're all so distracted. Yeah. And we all have things to do, and rightfully so. But we do have to keep our eyes and ears open to what's happening and what's coming to attack our rights and our families and our children because Mm -hmm. our children, they are the target. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So not to put it, you know, too fine a point on it, but what you're seeing happening in Washington State right now. And remember, I don't know, a couple months ago when we had audio from Virginia and there was a legislator in the Virginia legislature that was trying to pass making it criminal to not affirm mm-hmm. and that CPS could be called in. And take your children from you if you don't affirm.
0: Well, there's the other lady, the other lady in Michigan who said that. Yeah.
1: Right. The councilwoman so, so who So were... it was kind of raised mm-hmm. in Virginia and it was quickly beaten, beat back. It was never actually introduced. Mm-hmm. And then a few months later, you see it actually surface in Washington state and it's passed. Mm-hmm. In Washington. It's not law yet. Because it's not it, law yet. It
0: has to go through the house now, right?
1: Uh. Yeah. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, so we'll
0: see. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're, I, I don't have, know.
1: We should, we should ask Heidi.
0: <laughs> call Heidi St. <Saint> John. <laughs> we'll call Heidi St. John and ask her.
1: <laughs> um, Cause she's in Washington. So, okay, let's go to break and then we'll come back with more fun stuff. Okay. KBRB.
0: Hey, Warriors. Are you in or around the Fort Wayne, Indiana area? The Moms for Liberty Allen County Chapter is hosting a free screening of our movie The Mind Polluters Tuesday, April 25th at 6 p.m. downtown Fort Wayne at the 200 East Main Street building. You can park in the attached garage after 5.30 for no charge, take the elevator to the seventh floor, come experience the film, fellowship, meet new faces, and learn more about the Moms for Liberty Allen County Chapter in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Again, that's April 25th at 6 p.m., 200 East Main Street 7th floor check out the show notes for more details hey everybody we're back and thank you so much for sticking around because <laughs> um, we know you want to know all these things
3: I <laughs> want the truth
0: <laughs> where's the rest of it you can't handle the truth I want the truth the truth. <laughs> oh, there we go.
3: Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together.
0: Exactly. That's how I feel most days. No. So like you were just talking about where, you know, it gets defeated in one place and then springs up in another place while they're trying to um, put it all together to make these things happen. Well, just so happens, um, I was trying to get somebody on the podcast with me to tell us about, if you guys remember back in between September and October of last year, the Biden administration was trying to um, change and some of the uh, rules of Title IX amend some of the language mm-hmm. of our Title IX discriminatory um, laws. And they had overwhelmingly people send in comments to refute this, this update. Right. Well, just so happens in, on April 6th, they came out again. You know, before you had 60 days to write in. Now you only have 30 days to send in a comment. Because right now they're still trying to get, you cannot discriminate for biological men. This is this is what they're trying to do. For biological men to participate in girl sports. See, it starts, they've they've lost some of their ground within the schools. There are parents who were who are pushing back against this, and there are school boards who were just overturned. And it has a more conservative, um, Slant. So they're having a problem now enacting this, because before, like we talked about in, in podcast before, um, talking about uh, Betsy DeVos when she was the education mm-hmm. secretary, she was talking about these dear colleague letters right? And so it wasn't actually law that you had to follow. It was just this new administration who comes in, writes this, oh, hey, by the way, we're going to withhold funding if you don't go along with the direction that we're going. And these are the things that we're going to implement. So there's never really any law. It's just a kind of, you know, here, buddy, do me a favor, get this done. So now I'm going to leave a link. I haven't had, I have not had the opportunity yet to research all of it, but there is, I'm going to leave a link here to the Citizens Defending Freedom, who have done their homework. They have all of, they have a toolkit that you can use to send in your comment to refute this idea that expands the meaning of sex discrimination that would force schools to allow students of the opposite biological sex to play on athletic teams consistent with their espoused gender identity. And you can go and read it for yourself. I'll leave the link. Uh, but please take take five minutes and look through what there is. And please, especially if you have daughters, granddaughters. Listen, we talk about the feminist movement. I always wonder where are they?
1: Yeah, we're. It I it just I shows it. It shows you that the feminist movement has been <sighs> bull from the start. Yeah, just bull because. Yeah, where are they? Why aren't they standing up? But
0: anyway, again? it shouldn't be the feminist movement. They're, the Christians should be standing up and pushing back, which there are many of them are. Let, I'm, I'm not throwing everybody under the bus, but I'm just saying, please, please take five minutes, click the link in the show notes, and please send in a comment opposing this new regulation that they're trying, meaning that they're trying to, to put in.
1: You're everyone's problem. I know. Okay, so do you remember couple episodes ago, and we were talking about... When we were talking about the shooting by the tranny at the Christian School in Nashville. Yes. And one of the groups that I mentioned, and I said, look them up, is called Rainbow Reload. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have audio on Rainbow Reload. This is from an NPR radio station. I think it's in New Hampshire. Wow, okay. And this is about... I want to play it, and then we can talk briefly about it because i know we got some other stuff to share
3: okay hold on here there it is a series of mass shootings targeting lgbtq spaces political climate that's allowed for anti-trans rhetoric and threats to flourish. It's all left some queer people wondering if the best oh, way to protect Pegasus themselves me. is to take up arms. Pegasus, oh, NHPR's Todd Bookman joined a monthly oh, gathering God. of a gun group that sees firearms as key to their own self-defense. On a recent Sunday morning, the parking lot of Patuckaway State Park in southeastern New Hampshire is filling up with hikers. There's also a different group packing up warm clothes Thank you all for coming to uh, Rainbow Reload. Today's organizer is Finn Smith. Like everybody else in this story, they've requested some level of anonymity because they fear for their safety. I recognize the temperature is freezing and this is not the most comfortable, but if it's raining, we're training. If it's snowing, we're going. Groups like Rainbow Reload exist around the country, often called pink pistol clubs. It's a place for experts and the gun curious to practice and improve their shooting. But this goes beyond hobby. There's a practical goal here, to prepare and protect themselves. If the world is dangerous, then you have to be dangerous back. And that very much has pushed me into um, where I am now. After giving a safety talk, Smith and a half dozen others start hiking down a snow-covered trail. With long guns strapped over their shoulders, you can imagine the looks they get from dog walkers. One of the members, Sharon, recently transitioned. And I went from concealed carry every once in a while when I was sort of feeling it to Weirdos? every single day. Because reading the news, having a few experiences, realizing that I've gone from old, cis, male, white, middle class, really no, no real fears about anything, to there are people it's very that just people, yeah. looking at me will want to hurt me. There's that, just looking at them, they want to hurt him. Right. Existing in public. But for some, there's really also sad. a more organized and ominous threat, including a neo-Nazi group now active in New England that's targeted trans people. This is Jamie, who's carrying a new pistol she's hoping to break in today. There's been an uptick in hate crimes. There's been an uptick in groups that have been protesting drag story times and drag shows. <laughs> and felt <rapidly rising laughs> so like problem. I needed to learn how to protect myself. There are local rod and gun clubs where she could shoot with <laughs> Wait, her leftist political ahead. leanings and being a trans woman. How much longer is this? Okay. We can stop.
0: Okay. So, so what you're telling me is you, you participate in the drag shows for children and I mean, cause why would you be there? Why, why is, why, why do you have to take arms to be, you're talking about drag queen story time. And
1: and and the people that they're training to defend themselves against are those who are protesting right drag queen story hour just as an example. Oh,
0: but let's not forget that you've got freaking Antifa at the Texas drag show for right. kids, right. family friendly, who are out there guarding the whole show. Right. I mean, who's who's who needs protected?
1: I just – and I wanted to play this because – and you can go – I'll leave the link. You can you can go and you can listen to the whole thing. It's really kind of lousy audio, especially especially for something that was meant to be for radio. Um, but it's really interesting to listen to their reasoning. And mm-hmm. if you didn't know that it was a bunch of trannies, you'd say, well, this – I agree with that. You should have the right to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, this these are all the things – that we all on the surface agree on except that these people are completely what they accuse us of all the time you're you're crazy indoctrinated right wingers you know you 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 see a you know the enemy under every rock and you're just going to hurt people in light of what is yeah has,
0: that's not who's committing the mass shootings in, or
1: yeah in light of the trend now and especially with what happened in Nashville I find it very interesting that it's the same mindset supposedly yet these people are silent mm-hmm. they are silent on this and I have looked into their their groups pink pistols has affiliates everywhere mm-hmm. right everywhere and they they have been largely silent on even discussing Nashville, for example, because oops.
0: It doesn't fit their narrative.
1: It's someone who is radicalized. uh uh-huh. right? Like went,
0: they all are. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Really interesting.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to share uh, Webster Barnaby, a Florida representative who had been listening to these gender ideology policies, you know, all mm-hmm. day, finally had his turn to speak. And so I just I just want to share there. There are good people in positions who are still um, fighting for our families and our children. And so let's give a listen to
4: all the folks that are in the audience that consider themselves gender dysphoria. um, Cis. I don't know what all that means. I really don't know what all that means. I'm, I'm looking at society today, and it's like I'm watching an X-Men movie uh, with people that, when you watch the X-Men movies for Marvel Comics, it's like we have mutants living among us on planet Earth. And, you know, some people don't like that, but that's a fact. We have people that live among us today on planet Earth that are happy to display themselves as if they were mutants from another planet. This is the planet Earth, where God created men, male, and women, female. I'm a proud Christian conservative Republican. I'm not on the fence. Not on the fence. And this bill is about public safety. It's about public safety because, as the sponsor of the bill said, we have children that have been assaulted in bathrooms. Our job as lawmakers is to do our best to protect those in our society that can't protect themselves, and that is our children. For that reason, I am up on this bill, and I thank, again, Representative Plaken for having the courage to bring this bill. I'm not on the fence. Not one bit. And I'm offended that people can come before this committee and, and try to intimidate us and try to strike fear into us. It's time to push back. There is so much darkness in our world today. So much evil in our world today. And so many people who are afraid to address the evil, the dysphoria, the dysfunction. I'm not afraid to address the dysphoria or the dysfunction. The Lord rebuke you, Satan, and all of your demons and all of your imps who come and parade before us. That's right. I called you demons and imps who come and parade before us and pretend that you are part of this world. So I'm I'm saying my righteous indignation is stirred. I am sick and tired of this. We, I'm not going to put up with it. You can test me and try to take me on. But I promise you, I'll win every time. Let's all vote up on this bill. Thank you.
2: I
0: mean, I loved it. Uh, what, what's sad is um, he he went, He later went on to apologize for yeah, it. Don't
1: ever apologize for saying. I
0: that. mean, it was it was such a great speech, and you could just see somebody who had had enough. He he obviously he obviously knows the Lord was mm-hmm. willing. He sees the darkness for what it is. Yeah. Uh, you can't even imma- I can't even begin to imagine. The things that they deal with on a regular basis and and the attacks that they constantly come under. So please pray for your local representatives Mm -hmm. and your state senators and legislators. And so, well done, Mr. Barnaby. I'm (laughs) I'm sad that you apologized for it. I mean...
1: You can always recant your apology.
0: Truth is <laughs> truth is what it is. I
1: would not apologize for that. I'll say the same thing. They are demons.
0: Oh, it's it's wicked. That
1: woman that walked into Nashville, that was a demoniac. Mm-hmm. That is absolute wickedness beyond measure, hands down. Yep. That is that's a demoniac. They are they're 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 completely out out of their minds. Um I Anyway, I you go. oh, you well, got a poem. I got
0: I well I have one, one last whole, story. More it was story interesting should. um And I just thought, uh, just about doing the right thing. I heard this story once about a teacher who took a fish out of its bowl and left a classroom of children as it flopped around, telling them that if anyone left their seat, they would be expelled. All of the children sat and watched as this fish flopped, gasping for air, not wanting to get up in order to avoid getting in trouble. Finally, a girl sprang up from her seat and ran to the fish, placing it back in the bowl. Ultimately, she was the only one who refused to watch the fish die. When the teacher returned, he told the class that this was a lesson, that the fear of getting in trouble should never stop you from doing what's right, that sometimes you may have to oppose authority and groupthink simply because it's the right thing to do. I Mm -hmm. think of this often. Mm -hmm. So... With that, I mean, how many teachers? What are your teachers teaching your children?
1: Group think mostly.
0: <laughs> it really makes you pause and think. Mm-hmm. What What is my child being taught?
1: Yeah, and I have to balance that by you know pointing out we we want children need to learn they learn they need to learn order they need to learn structure how to get along in a group as part of a. You know a community right that's mm-hmm. what a classroom is you mm-hmm. learn that there are there are rules to follow there are procedures that's that's called discipline mm-hmm. right that's good but there comes a point in your education where you need to be taught how to be a free thinker mm-hmm. how to question things and yes question authority to
0: think, not what to think yeah
1: how to think, not what to think, and that's not. Boy, it's so. It's been so lost. And what you find is, if you're a free thinker, if you're someone who questions things, then um, you're not to be trusted. Right, right. <laughs> you get you get shut out of things. You get shunned. And, and, hey, it's our life. <laughs>
0: And you only that's live what, once. YOLO. That's, <laughs>
1: that's what we live with nonstop. I mean, that's that's what our films are. We're questioning everything. But yeah. anyway, you have anything else?
0: Nope, that's it. That's all the time we have for today, you guys. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end and joining us. This was the last episode. I'm, I'm declaring last episode of Weaponization of CPS. If you want to learn more, be sure to check out the links below. And have a wonderfully blessed week. We will talk to you again next Tuesday. Oh, I love it even more.